0: This is GabNet, the great American broadcast network. Talk radio like you've never heard it before. Washington, D.C. It's Rob Alfano's Exchange. Welcome. It's a Tuesday night and we want you to give us a call on Skype. Use GabNet Live or call us at 347-352-0079. We want to talk to you. Welcome in. So glad to be here. It's a Tuesday night. Um, Beautiful day. It's about to end. We have had such a long stretch of just incredible weather. September is my favorite month, even though the days get shorter um, and things start to die off. The weather has just been stellar now. It has to be 10 days that we haven't seen rain. We haven't seen humidity. It's just been absolutely gorgeous. And I think it's going to end uh tomorrow they say here in this area we're going to see some afternoon showers and such but the weekend is supposed to shape up nice so always puts me in a good mood weather always does that and you know what else puts me in a good mood getting on the citizen panel and we're going to do that just here in just a few moments here on Gabnet there are a few ways to do that you can uh you can either um go to our website, which is gabnet.net, and you can click on the call button there, and there you'll uh, connect to us if you have Skype installed on your computer. If you don't need that level of automation, well, you can just open up Skype on your own computer. Type in gabnet in the little and uh, on the top box and in the bottom box, or actually, you want to type in your username and password. If you don't have one, then you need to make one. And then in the search bar, you put gabnet live, all one word, and then you connect. I was explaining to you how to connect to GabNet Live if you were going to actually uh, log in as GabNet Live, which uh, I'm going to do right now. I'm not going to explain that to you. But that sound means that we have opened the citizen panel for our Tuesday night edition of The Exchange. Don't forget that Friday night, Friday night is our um, game show night. We are going, it's called Exam. The Exam, uh, you heard the promo just a few minutes ago, and um, we're always looking for contestants for The Exam. That's uh, Friday night at... um, 9 p.m. Eastern, same time as this program It's the same program. We're just uh, having some fun with it. The citizen panel is opening. We're saying hello to Rin. And is that. That's not Jack, right? That's the no, big this is one. Dresden. That's Dresden. So I've got mine right here, and I'm going to pet her right now. Yeah, there she is. She's on the floor, my studio cat. But. Um, uh, yeah, I
1: occasionally see her wandering behind you back and forth. Yeah,
0: she's always in here. Like I, I was just. I took a little bit of a. Of a nap. I did some show prep and I was so, man, I'm so tired. It, it always happens to me in the middle of the week. I get that dip, you know? I guess it's after dinner. I ate at uh, Moe's Southwest Grill and I had a uh, pork bowl. I love Moe's South, Southwest mm. Pork Bowl. And I, I just got tired. I took about a 45 minute na- nap and she was sitting in here waiting for me to come in here. So, <laughs> she,
1: Tapping her watch. Get I'm, in here now. This
0: is where she hangs out. She's saying, You got a show to do. Get in here. <laughs> so, um Charlie, welcome welcome to the program. Hi. How's it going tonight? Really good. I just want to uh, finish up my little rap here. Coming up, uh just the the rest of the night's programming on Gabnet at ten PM Eastern. It's Alex Bennett's Ramble. And at midnight tonight we get geeky with Miranda Janelle. Um and, uh, I've been in, I have been so in my geek the last several days, having gotten the new iPhone, I am all up in I was the, I was the, uh, uh I was all the rage at work today that anytime somebody oh, yeah. saw me with the phone in my oh, is that the new iPhone, oh, can I see it? Can I see it? Uh, so yeah, everybody was all up and up in my iPhone today.
1: <laughs>
0: so yeah, I've been getting geeky with my iPhone over the last several days. Now I've got this weird problem. That when I get off the air tonight, I'm going to go try to work out. Does uh, Anybody have two iPhones like me? You know, one for you and one for your wife or whatever? Um, that's what I've got sure. going on. I've got two iPhones. Now, because my wife doesn't have a credit card yet, I, you know, with an iPhone, you have to have a, an Apple ID. And that's associated with a credit card so that you can download programs for the Apple Store. So every time I... um I, you know, I just every time I do something like change a phone or reset the phone, you know, where I blow it away and reinstall everything. What winds up happening is I screw up everything because what winds up happening is I get her text messages and she gets my text messages. And uh, yeah, it's kind of weird because it's adding us. It's like it's like one phone. So she'll send me a text message and she'll get the text message that she sent me in addition to my text message, back to her. So I'm going to, you know, you get free support with a new phone, right? So I'm going to get on the phone with Apple when we get off the air tonight, and I'm going to spend some time and see if I can figure out what I have to do if I only have one Apple ID and two phones to try to keep them discreet, because right now they're not discreet. So that's what I mean. I've been getting geeky for the since actually Saturday. I've been living geeky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> since yesterday, right?
0: Actually, since Saturday, because Saturday is when I first, you know, I got the bug. You know, I knew it was time to go and find the phone, so I actually went to Apple and I held both phones. And then it's been, it's been, and look at this. I, I just saw my printer. This is two pages of questions for from AT and T. On these new plans, you know, I think I talked about it last night. They have the next plan and that, you know, and that or the two year contract. So I wanted to make sure I had everything covered. So I've got more data, geeky data, and it's time (laughs) to it's time to let it go and just get back to using the phone. But um, anyhow, uh, anything new that you guys would like to begin the program with?
1: Well, the other day I um Albert and I were trading emails and in one he said send my love to the gang and I forgot. Oh. So so sending love from Albert everybody. You know, listeners I, and panelists alike.
0: And I need to to send him an email and see how he's doing. I haven't uh I haven't talked to him since uh, maybe one or two emails after uh, I took over this program, so um, I, I, you know, I need to reach out and see how he's doing. Is, is, is he happy uh, missing it? Uh, you know, what are you getting from him?
1: Um, I think it's still new, so he's really enjoying.
0: That's good. Having the time. That's good. I know. That's what he wanted was the time. So, um, you know, when he when he's ready, I, look, there's twenty one hours sick of a day. Each other. There's twenty one <laughs> hours a day on GabNet that are free. Uh, you know, True. this could be, a you know, an, an Albert Reynoso's show any time. So one never knows. And I think it'll happen. I honestly do at some point. I think it'll happen. He'll settle in. And, you know, I, I don't even know what's going on with him in terms of work. I know we had some fires, some irons in the fire and stuff. But uh, did you have something, Charlie?
2: Yeah, I just wanted to thank Ren for hooking me up with Albert's email. And uh, I've been in contact with him, too. It's real neat.
0: Yeah he's, yeah. yeah, he's a great guy. He's a really wonderful guy. I, I had a great uh-huh. time he, when uh, my wife and I were in New York. We had lunch with him. It was too bad we didn't, you know, next time, going to try to make some more time to spend so we could actually. He was on his way to a business meeting, so there wasn't any drinking. We, you know, we had uh, soft drinks and we went out to lunch as opposed to, you know, hanging out, having a couple of beers and talking and having some fun. So that's right. definitely on the docket next time I head up to New York and can get out there. But um, anyhow, um, I've got some, you know, this is my thing. First thing I want to start with, and, and, and I, 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 I just couldn't believe it. <laughs> Guess who's 65 years old today? Somebody famous, somebody in rock and roll. Any ideas? Here's a famous Christmas song that plays every year. Sax player. He, now he's not a sax player. He's got a famous sax player in the band. You know, Bruce I don't Spring, know. Bruce Springsteen. Oh, he, wow. he's sixty-five. Wow! I was like, I, I just going through. The, I don't really do birthdays, but every once in a while, I get when that catches me, and I was like, really, the boss is sixty-five? Unbelievable! So yeah, Bruce Springsteen is sixty-five years old today. Happy birthday to Bruce! Yeah. I love his Christmas song. It's one of my favorite all-time Christmas songs, and um, so that that just crossed my uh, my eyes today. Um, it didn't cross my eyes. It crossed my vision.
1: <laughs> that was a pretty cool visual. Though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I did. I I I uh, don't know if you've heard about this. I love these crazy stories. Uh, uh, there's a story about uh, a Wisconsin man, and it's not Patrick. But a Wisconsin man who's suffering with a rare and horrible disease, he suffers from 100 unwanted orgasms a day.
2: Oh, God. Uh, it, it,
0: <laughs> what might seem like a
2: gift,
1: pounding back the Gatorade. Yeah,
0: <laughs> what might seem like a gift that keeps uh, on giving to some has been a nonstop nightmare for this guy who suffers from up to a hundred uh, unwanted orgasms every day. It all started when he was in the he was in an ambulance on his way to a hospital with a slipped disc in his back. And suddenly the first orgasms happened, and they happen to him any time, day or night, in any situation. He'll have like 10 huge, like crazy orgasms in one episode. Doesn't matter. Wow. Isn't that nuts?
2: Pressing on some nerves somewhere.
0: Yeah. It's a rare condition known as persistent genital arousal syndrome. It's an uncontrollable condition that causes spontaneous and persistent orgasms unrelated to any physical stimulus or feelings of sexual arousal. He had 10 of them when he was saying goodbye to his father at the funeral in front of the casket.
1: Oh, dear Lord.
0: Yeah. His name is Dale Decker. He's the Wisconsinite who's been suffering with this since 2012, and it has uh, basically rendered him uh, mostly housebound out of fear of experiencing orgasms in public. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. I'm
1: sorry, but I just thought, well, that's why they can't have the the windows in the house open anymore is because he's always, whoa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and, and he doesn't even have sex with his wife anymore. I guess he's too tired. <laughs>
2: <laughs> too much of a good thing. Uh, yeah.
0: I guess. But uh, he's miserable. And there was a, I, uh, the, the website I found the story. They actually had a report and they interviewed him. And he uh, I mean, and he had episodes on camera. And you just watch him sort of double over and he gets all flustered. And then he was saying from his from his chest down to like his upper thighs, he said after it's done, because it's so intense, everything sort of just kind of like uh, pulsates as he's coming down from this. I mean, I would love to experience it once.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I've ever heard a man having that. I've heard of women having that.
0: Yeah, that's uh, a... Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Um, I just I thought that was a a fascinating story. I I would love to find out if they, you know, it's it's so rare, um, and they don't know what causes it. I mean, you know, it could very well be that slip disc that just hit nerves in the right way. And all he really does in his spare time—well, he has a lot of spare time—but he goes out and he plays frisbee golf. They showed him out there playing frisbee golf with his friends, and right there on the golf course, he huh. just doubles over when it happens. And I mean, let's see—he's having between seven, excuse me, seven and ten uh, epi- uh, at a time. So it's happening a good ten, 10 times a day. You know, anytime, mm-hmm. any place, sleeping, awake—it doesn't matter. He's having this weirdo condition
1: wow
0: that's
1: (laughs) yeah that's the strangest story i've heard in a while
0: yeah yeah and um what are you gonna do i mean i guess it could be worse i mean if you have
2: to have a disease i'd be worried about dehydration
1: that's what uh, (laughs) it's just a husk of a man
0: (laughs) yeah i guess um I don't know that it produces the the end result. I don't know. I, I, I you know, it didn't say uh, in the it's... report. You would think it would, but I mean, at some point.
1: That would be one of my questions. Excuse uh, me, do you splooge?
0: Yeah, right. I don't know, but uh,
2: I mean, I if guess you theoretically... have to have a
0: horrible disease, like you know, if you're suffering with horrible pain, I'd rather have the you know. Well,
1: maybe it, it's painful after a while.
0: He didn't say it was painful. No, no. That he's
2: exhausted.
0: Yes, it's exhausting.
2: Oh.
0: But ah. there are worse things in life. I mean, you know, pain can be exhausting too. Yeah.
1: That's that's true.
0: So, I mean, if you have to have something, you know, that's that's yeah, the one to get. <laughs>
2: that's that's the box to take. Nothing the they can do surgically for this. Huh? No,
0: they don't know what to do. But he was talking with. Uh, he had gone in to uh, see a sex therapist who was going to try to help him. Right in the middle of the discussion, they had the cameras in there, right in the middle of it. He just went, he, he just kind of doubles over. He just, he he's, looks like he's getting ready to, to you know, be in an airplane crash. You know, he he kind of just <laughs> bends over and then he had to leave the room. Yeah, he's embarrassed.
2: Yeah, and yeah. he has no control over it. That'd right. be the worst part to me. Right,
0: It's like a perpetual 13-year-old boy times 10. Wow. <laughs> I guess. Anyway, uh, other things going on in the news. Uh, this is a concern in uh, Washington State. Marijuana edibles will soon be available for purchase on the recreational market in southwest Washington, raising concerns about keeping the product out of the hands of children and teens. Uh, New Amsterdam in Vancouver already has cleared an entire section of their store, for an anticipated arrival of marijuana edibles. Main Street Marijuana. I love the name. (laughs) (laughs) Where are we, in Mayberry? (laughs) Main Street Marijuana in Vancouver is also awaiting the arrival of an edible supply. According to Washington State's Liquor Control Board records, there are a total of 35 different marijuana-infused foods and beverages approved so far. Some of the items include cannabis shots, Cookies, nuts, granola, trail mix, chips, peanut brittle, chocolate bars, croutons, and pretzels. Yum, yum, and yum. Yum.
1: (laughs) My problem with edibles is that you've got yourself a pot brownie. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You eat it, and what do you want? You want another brownie? You eat another pot brownie. (laughs) You have to make two brownies. (laughs)
0: Yep. And uh, that's one of the big concerns um, of 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 the officials there, because what they're saying is that doctors, especially doctors, are concerned where kids are, are, are involved because um, the Washington Poison Center reports that they have received data that pediatric marijuana ingestion is on its way up. The biggest worries are while the labels warn of proper dosage, the kids won't necessarily be paying attention to that and they can cause coma. In children, it can cause all kinds of problems. Uh, but regardless of so alcohol. Sorry?
2: So can alcohol. We have to keep alcohol out of it.
0: But here's the difference alcohol doesn't always taste good. But you're talking about nuts and pretzels and chocolate and peanut brittle and trail mix and granola. Yum. I mean, that's the difference right there, right?
1: Tell the kid they're diabetic. You got to lock
0: the stuff up. There's no question you got to lock the stuff up, you know, because, you know, a lot of people, kids down alcohol and they make that face, you know, they don't really like it, but they want to get drunk, right? So they do it. But this, you know, you could sit there and and you know, a responsible adult can wind up having too much of it, right? But regardless, four companies are getting ready to launch their product lines and recreational retailers are very eager because they know there's a payday coming, lots and lots of money, so... It's all about, uh, as Jeff would say, follow the money, right? Yep. I didn't bring a drink up here with me, and I'm <clears> throat> having throat problems this evening. It seems. Uh-oh. Um. Anyway, what's your favorite soft drink? Do you guys drink soft drinks?
2: Um, not as much as I used to, but every once in a while I'll have a Dr. Pepper. Do
0: you drink diet Dr. Pepper, or do you drink?
2: I do not drink diet drinks.
0: No, I don't either.
2: Do you drink NutraSweet is poison?
0: I know it is. And and they and there's something about NutraSweet that I just recently heard that it actually can cause weight gain.
2: It definitely can cause sugar spikes in your you know, blood sugar rises.
0: Yeah, I heard I heard it can cause weight gain. There's a whole report on it. Because, uh, you know, I never drank this stuff, but lately I've been Hey, Phil, how are you? Oh, okay, he's, I thought he wanted to say something. He just, one minute. Uh, we're joined by Phil Meyer. Um, the w- w- What I was saying was um, I have never really been a big fan of NutraSweet or soda or any dietary, yeah. you know, but lately we've been buying the Snapple diet, you know, cases of teas. You know, they have a raspberry, the peach. Uh, the you know, the different iced teas that way. And that's NutraSweet. And I've been drinking more and more of that stuff. And I realize it's really not very good for you, but I still have been doing it. So, yeah. but
1: um, I used to be a big Pepsi fan, but um, I'm diabetic. So
0: <laughs> I had to give that up. Now as a diabetic, and you drink the diet stuff? Hey, Phil. Hey.
1: I have heard that it used to be that you could. And now they're saying that anything that acts as a sugar, your body responds to as sugar.
0: Right. And that's sort of the same thing about the diet yeah. and, and the sweet stuff. They're saying that that stuff can make you just as fat as uh, sugar can. Mm-hmm. And the sugar is more healthy because it's a natural. Although we we you know, use refined sugars, it's not a chemical the way NutraSweet is a chemical. but. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason I asked the question, Phil, are you? A, are you? A, what's your favorite soft drink?
3: Coffee. <laughs> so you don't drink. Um, you don't drink diet sodas or regular soda very often. Occasionally, uh, I like diet Pepsi if I have my choice of soft drinks, um, and I'm not crazy about it. But uh, if that's the one that's available, it would be the one I would choose. As far as sweeteners, uh, I use new stevia. And uh, stevia is an extract uh, from a plant, and the new stevia is supposed to be okay for you. Hmm. The aspartame, which is hmm. the blue stuff, it's actually called aspartame. Aspartame uh, is the blue stuff. That stuff is poison. Yeah. Uh, absolute poison. When yeah. I
2: did drink diet sodas, I had ringing in my ears, and I had it for years, and nobody knew what was causing it. And then when I, when I gave up the diet drinks, the ringing went
3: away. Really? Yeah. Wow. The
2: same here in the acid stomach.
3: Like a tinnitus?
2: Yes. And it got louder and louder. And then about five years ago, for completely other reasons, because of my diabetes, I quit drinking almost all sodas.
3: And so I, I noticed that uh, when I do drink a uh, diet soda, um, uh, pardon me for this, but I have to pee much more often. Mm-hmm.
0: There's enough sodium in them, I think. That might be the reason.
3: Yeah.
0: But um, the the reason I mention it is because the largest soda makers pledged on Tuesday, uh, today that is, to cut sugary drink calories by 20% in 10 years through education, marketing, and packaging. The American Beverage Association, whose members include Coca-Cola, PepsiCo, and uh, Dr. Pepper Snapple Group, uh, as well as the Alliance for a Healthier Generation announced a plan at the Clinton Global Initiative, in uh, annual meeting in New York. The alliance was founded by the American Heart Association and the Clinton Foundation. Soda makers plan to reach their goal by 2025 by educating communities to reduce the calories they're drinking and offer more zero or low calorie drinks, including bottled water. The American water. What's that? Water. Yeah, and 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 we buy it. I mean, I buy bottled water. I uh I'm guilty of not drinking tap water. But the tap water here in Virginia,
3: ugh. I mean, I've never had any good tap water here. I have good tap water, but I put it through a Brita filter. Me too. Uh, yeah. Yep, and and, and and then let it sit. Uh I'll take that uh thing and put it in a gallon uh container, open, and let it sit on the counter for a day. That's
0: fine, and that gets the chlorine out and all that. But the 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 thing is, most of the time you're you're not home, you know. So then, what do you do? Do you bring it with you, or do you then buy a bottle of water?
3: Well, actually, at work, I I bring I bring it with me. Oh, you do. But uh, I also use that same water for the uh, what's the coffee machine I have. You put the little K -K cup thing, a Keurig, the Keurig, yeah. So I'll fill the Keurig with that same bottled water. Yeah. So I,
0: but I'm, I'm I have a water filter in my refrigerator, that yeah, yeah. with a spout, you
3: know that has a filter in it, and that doesn't <clears> taste <throat> terrible. We I drink that once in a while, but I, I've tried to wean myself off of cold water. Uh, from what I understand, is that uh, the body doesn't digest things as well uh, when you uh, use cold water that uh, should be room temperature.
1: Oh, really, I did not know that.
3: Yeah.
2: I've just heard that recently.
0: So Did you hear that from your girlfriend? Because she's Asian, and that's uh, uh,
3: yeah, she actually drinks uh, hot water with lemon. She never—that's never, uh, a very Asian thing. Yeah,
0: warm or hot water. Yeah, I I, I actually a few years ago dated a, an Asian girl from Singapore who that's all she, she used to boil water, and then she'd put it in it like she's going to make coffee, but just drink it with water and either a little lemon or just plain hot water.
3: Right. And I'm like, hot water really. Yeah, it's good for you. It's very good for you. Well, it's supposed to be good for you. I'll, I'll drink room temperature water, but uh, I'm not crazy about hot water. I want coffee.
0: <laughs> I'm not really crazy. I, I'm not really crazy about
3: warm water though. I like water cold. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, I, I I prefer it that way, but it's not as good for you. So uh,
2: it's better for you than drinking soda.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, no question about it. I, I mean, I don't drink that much soda, but I like I said, I've been drinking probably a. One of those bottles these, in fact, these bottles here of uh snap, this Died is empty, Snapple. but these mm. diet Snapples, I get them at
3: Costco, yeah. And uh, uh, the only unfortunate thing with that is they give you a couple of the raspberries, and the rest of them aren't as good. Oh, you like those? See, <laughs> you like the raspberry, I just like the plain I'm, lemon, yeah.
0: I and, and I like the raspberry too, and now they're mixing yeah. in that half and half flavor.
3: Yeah, I don't like that In at which all. Which
0: I first liked when I tried it, but then now I really don't like it. It's half lemonade and half tea.
3: And no. and I drink that at a restaurant uh, or a bar. If they ask me what I want, I'll, I'll get an Arnold Palmer. And uh, especially during lunch, if everybody else is drinking something. And uh, But that doesn't taste like an Arnold Palmer.
0: No, it, it, you know. And, and I'm, you know what's happening to me is that I never liked... Any of these things, because they had the the artificial sweetener in it, and now it's growing on me, and now i'm learning I'm learning that uh it's not good for you, but I, I try not to have more than a bottle a day, sometimes maybe a little less, but never more than a bottle of that a day so i
2: don't know
3: you know Half tequila
2: <laughs> <laughs> tequila's
3: great. <laughs> I, uh, it's not for, not good for the worm. No, <laughs>
0: we're all going to be we're all going to be like um, uh, preserved with all the preservatives in our bodies when we die. You got to wonder, yeah. you know. Yeah, all this stuff is uh, just slowly kills you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I, uh, I an, another story I, I came across. I thought this was very interesting. In two years, Jaguar because uh, because of what's going on with smartphones and stuff. Jaguar will be able to, the new cars in two years will be able to recognize you. They'll be able to predict how warm you'd like your seat on a rainy fall
3: day and prompt you to swing by a florist on your anniversary. You know, I had a Jaguar. Uh uh, XJ6 back in 89. Uh-huh. And uh, the only thing it has to prompt you is to call the dealer to pick it up to service it every week. <laughs> that's what it's got to prompt you to do. <laughs> that,
0: that was the rub on we the did. older Jaguars. Yeah,
3: that was, uh, that was the rub on those cars. I don't know that that's the case anymore. But uh, uh, They tried to tell me when the 92s came out. I said, oh, no, it's not the case. Ford owns them now. I, yeah, okay. But everybody with the, uh, that got the next model up from mine had the same problems. Really? Yeah, they're um, they're they're, they're, uh, they're like black widow spiders. They're really beautiful, but when they bite you, it's, it costs.
0: <laughs> I had said that uh, over the weekend, I I went to the Apple Store. We have a place here called the Reston Town Center. It's one of these fake towns where they have this town mm-hmm. center, and you know, it's it's a it's a planned community kind of thing. Oh, and,
1: oh, uh, oh, okay.
0: It looks like a movie set. Uh, you know, and they had right outside the Apple store on that main street there, they had the street closed off and they had a, a Jaguar collectible show there. All Jaguars from all years going way back. Beautiful beautiful. cars. I mean, absolutely gorgeous cars, but I thought it was like a snobbish kind of event.
3: Well, (laughs) I, I tell you, uh, you know, I'm not a big guy. I'm five, eight, uh, I'm heavy, but I'm not tall. And that uh, Jaguar XJ6, uh, I had it new. I put 108,000 miles on it. After the warranty was up at 50,000 miles, I should have gotten rid of it. But I didn't lease it. I bought it. And um, uh, what the, uh, when you sit in that car, it envelops you. When you step on the gas, it's like a cat. At ninety miles an hour, it just grabs the road, and, and and it's like a it's like a cat. There's a it's there's a reason they call it a jaguar. I've never enjoyed driving a car more than that car. Wow! But I can tell you this: I would never own one again. Well,
0: <laughs> and would you look at it though to to see? I mean, it's been what do you
3: have an eighty nine? It's been a yeah.
0: lot of years since uh, you know, in a lot of uh, companies now, Range Rover uh, Land Rover owns it, I believe.
3: Well, uh, now, the thing about Land Rover, when I traded it in, uh, the, uh, the guy at the service area told me, he said, Phil, you've replaced every part on this car that can possibly be replaced. He says, I just want to let you know you're going to start all over again. And uh, <laughs> I, I said, you know, thanks for telling me. And they had a Range Rover there, brand new. So I said, "Ooh, I like that. And so the, the guy says, no, you don't want that. He I, he, I said, why? Oh, he says, that you want that if it's your third car. And so I said, well, you know, I like it. I like the way it looks. He says, look, you take it for the weekend. Uh, I took it for the weekend. I drove it. You press a button, it goes up. You press a button, it goes down. Th- this is the coolest car I ever drove in an in, in a, in a, uh, SUV. So I got back. He says, what do you think? I said, I love it. Uh, he says. Um, You know, he says, well, the warranty is 36,000 miles, three years. And I said, well, I'll probably have it five years. Can I get an extended warranty? He said, no. I I said, why? He says, because everybody used it. So what it told me was that the warranty on the Range Rover, uh, the company doesn't back the car. Why should I? Uh, So if they're the ones that own Jaguar, it's just two peas in the pod. They deserve each other. Mm. I'll tell you the best car I ever drove was was my mercedes
0: because there was something about driving it now i i only had it about 18 months because it was just too rich for my blood the car wasn't too expensive for me but the but the all of the maintenance was too expensive you know i didn't mind paying for the car it was the and it was the low end it was just the c class it was a c300 uh, or c320 c300 i think it was um and it drove beautifully. I have never driven a nicer riding car. The They're transmission solid. was, you know, like when you're when you're going down the highway in any other car, automatic. Because I I typically don't drive automatic, but this car was. But you get in a car and you're and you're doing say 65 miles an hour on a highway, and then you need to pass somebody, and you press the gas, and normally you feel the car give you that go into overdrive, it downshifts, and then you get that mm, and it goes. Not with the Mercedes. The Mercedes just had torque, and the tra- and I, It must. It maybe it shifted, but you would not feel it. It just kind of felt like direct drive. You just press that gas pedal and care what speed you're doing, and the car just went. And I loved it. I loved it. It was gorgeous. It was beautiful. It had everything in it that I wanted in the car. I took the car for the what fifteen thousand mile checkup, and the guy said, uh, the guy said, uh, well, you need to get this service. How much is that? Seven fifty. Oh, and you need this service, and how much is that? Seven fifty. I say, well, wait a minute. You're going to charge me fifteen hundred bucks for a car. This is the C service, the B service, and the A service, and then they had a, uh, they had a. Uh, uh, a brake service that I had to do. They had a rear. They had a rear differential service that I had to do. That I had to do because they said if you have a problem later with the transmission and you didn't do this service, they may not cover you for the transmission problem. Both of those were seven fifty each. It was a fifteen hundred dollar bill. I said, I got a healthy car. He goes, it's a beautiful car. Why am I spending giving you fifteen hundred dollars for a car where there's nothing wrong with it? I know why.
3: Because it's a coffee. No, the coffee is free at that dealership.
0: Oh, well, there you go. And you're right. (laughs) They had the the, the Starbucks coffee in there.
3: Yeah. You're paying for
0: it. There you go. And so at that very moment, I told him, okay, don't do – just do the one service. Do the C service. You're not doing the rear-end service. I, that day, traded it in. And I got – not that day, but that day is when I made the decision – to get rid of I, I at the time I had that, and I had a corvette the corvette I was driving maybe a thousand miles a year at this point I had had the car over ten years, and I said, "You know what I got two cars sitting in this garage. I don't want this anymore and I sold both and I just bought an everyday Mustang convertible, and I love my Mustang, and that's it, but I did love that Mercedes to drive it it's just The services are out out of control. You know, it just—I don't know how people do it. You got to be wealthy, and and just seven
3: hundred fifty bucks doesn't mean anything to you, and it means something to me. So, well, if you have an Audi, then instead of it being seven hundred fifty bucks, it's seventeen hundred. You know, they—they as soon as I hit fifty thousand miles, uh, I had an Audi TT. Uh Ah, I like the TT. There is so much going on with that thing. Uh it's like a go-kart. It was a great car. It yeah. was a fun car, but uh extremely expensive to maintain. How and, long did you um, have it? How long did you have it? Uh six years. Oh, well that's a long time. Yeah. Well, uh and then uh I just got rid of it uh in two thousand eleven and I got a uh Toyota F J Cruiser. I love that car. Uh it's like the Range Rover, okay, but it doesn't break uh it doesn't have any problems it doesn't do anything but what it's supposed to do and it's cool looking i'm not familiar I, with that model they I'm look with... like the 70s retro uh toyota land cruiser you know the smaller uh like like a, Bron- a ford bronco or okay. a uh but uh they're they're really retro cool looking hmm
0: are they uh, are they in line? Are they in? Are where are they in line price wise with like?
3: Uh, are they the higher end uh, yeah. SUV? No, they're they're less than the other ones. They're about thirty thousand, twenty twenty nine thousand plus solid the junk you- Okay, so it's it's more expensive than the Rav Four that I got. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. We I uh, love and it, the Rav. But it doesn't get as good a gas mileage. No, no, as the Rav Four. No, I get an eighteen. Uh huh uh because it's a V6 it's got plenty of power it's four wheel drive mm-hmm. uh but not full time four wheel drive like my uh, Audi was uh my Audi was a turbo full four, four wheel drive and a 6 speed and that's that's cool
0: i i would love another car like that i i had my vet for 10 years and it was a big you know american muscle car fast 6 speed transmission I don't really necessarily want that again, but it's something like a TT or something that, you know what I mean, that fun to drive that is quick.
3: And, it felt uh, like it had a governor on it uh, in the uh, early stages of taking off. Uh, it didn't feel like it, it felt like there was a not a maybe not a governor, but something that limited uh, the top end uh, so that you couldn't really take off and break loose, you know, even I, though it should have been able to. You know, I'm, I'm not a
0: speeder. I mean, I speed. Don't get me wrong, but in all the time I own the vet, I don't think I ever hit a hundred with it. Really? Yeah. I mean, I just I never feel the need to go that fast. For me, it was about the car. That was my childhood dream car, and I babied it and took care of it, and I didn't put that much miles on the in the ten years I drove it. I only, it was a weekend sunny day driver, and I just mm-hmm. took it out for a, you know a beautiful ride. I didn't even really ever beat on
3: it. The, the Jag was the fastest. It was faster than all of them, hmm. and especially once you got up to 90. Then uh, if you you floored it, it went from 90 to 130. I've never uh, driven that like fast. I like that. I've never mm-hmm. driven that fast. Doug?
4: Yeah. Uh, talking about Jaguars and all that. Um Phil, what do you think? Of, have you have you seen that that new like uh, was it the F style or J style Jaguar? Um, they yeah, kind of-
3: they're good looking. I, I wouldn't that's, buy another Jaguar that's, though.
4: That's a beautiful. Aren't those things like made in India or something like that? Now I, I don't know. They, they could be made
3: by Martians. I wouldn't buy one. <laughs>
4: yeah. it's just, it's just a beautiful car. But my like my parents had one, but it was like the it kind of like reminded me like an English version of a Taurus. And it was oh, like, oh,
3: that was the different model. Uh, mine oh, I, was the, yeah.
4: Yeah. This, yeah, I'm just like very gaudy, like the supposedly the, you know, the wood was, you know, obvious plastic, yeah. And Ford had like,
3: bought bought and they it had then.
4: Jaguar head everywhere, yeah.
3: And all that,
4: yeah. Anyway, it, it, we're that about that like,
3: was that probably was a Taurus, <laughs> you know, yeah,
4: my, you know, six cylinder and all that, but, but the only, but you know. But I had like this. uh, You're talking about like the Audi and you know and the Mercedes and everything else. The only German car I had was this Volkswagen GTI.
3: Oh, they're fast.
0: Yeah, very fast cars. Oh, it was a.
4: Oh, I I had like I had this thing. I had I had a chip, had a different exhaust on it, and did some other stuff to it. And I mean, it it was like a go kart. I mean, this thing was like a little rocket ship. And but my God, it was just It was it was the wrong car for my profession. Because I mean I drive all the time. You, you, you need low profile tires on this thing. I mean this yeah, you know, every twenty thousand miles I was replacing the tires on this car, five hundred bucks a pop. Yeah. And those were cheap tires. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but every time I turned around, it was like I was driving this thing with a bad rack and pinion, just adding fluid to it all the time. It just How long did you podcast, have it? How long did you have it? I bought the car, it had about forty nine thousand miles on it. And it start. I got rid of it. A little over two hundred thousand. Yeah, but that's quick for you. You put Oh yeah. You yeah. put oh, one hundred fifty thousand no I lost time. my ass on this car. I still owe six grand on this car, I, and all I can get for it was like three on a trade-in. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's yeah, the wrong you car you just to buy you Increase too. the price of the new car three grand, and you're out of it.
4: <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things. It's like. Oh. So
0: I, that kind of happened to me. I when I bought my Mercedes. Um, I was driving, my. Uh, I, had, I had been driving a 2001 Honda Accord at EX, the, the, the top of the line, but it was a five-speed transmission. I loved the car. Manual transmission, I loved the car. It started to nickel and dime me to death, and really? I just hate when that starts happening. So, uh, you know, you need this, you need this, it's 500 here, it's 800 here, it's 300 here. I, I, I had taken it for an oil change, and I got more bad news, and uh, I... That very night, I said, nope, don't fix it. I'm thinking about it. On the way home, I went to, it was so spur of the moment. I went to, we have this auto park here. A lot of these, uh, every dealership you can imagine. And I didn't want to buy a new car, but I wanted to buy another pre-owned. So I pulled into this place and I, and I started walking around with this guy. And I mean, they have every dealership there. So you can, you're picking from everything. And I never thought about Mercedes and we were driving in the lot, and, and there was this beautiful black two thousand seven, uh, two eighty C two eighty or something like that, C3, C three. I wound up with a three hundred, but I think the first one I had was a two eighty or a two sixty, whatever it was. And this guy who was my salesman had no clue what he was selling. So, <laughs> and so I drove it, and it drove beautiful, and it was it was clean, and it was nice, and so I bought it was like eighteen grand or something like that, and um, he was showing me He goes look it 's got it 's got bluetooth and it 's got uh, satellite radio and it is you know all the because the buttons were all there. I come to learn like i 'm sitting in my driveway when I get at home and i 'm going, how do I turn on the satellite radio and how do I set up the Bluetooth and how do I do this and how do I do that? Well, it turned out none of those options were in the car, but the buttons it were just there. on the radio <laughs> the oh. buttons were there. So now I'm like, shit, I got this car that I didn't have a manual for it. So I I did some research. I went online. I got a, a copy of the manual. And I said, well, maybe I need the manual. I don't know how to do this. And again, it, 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 long story short, it turned out that I didn't have these features in the car. So I, that was a Monday night. That I had gone. I said, all right, I'll wait till Saturday. And I'm going to go. I wanted the satellite radio. So I'm going to go to the local auto you know, audio store here in, in, in my, in Chantilly here and talk to the guy. I walked in there on a Saturday morning. I said, I got this 2007 Benz out there. He looked at me, he stopped me and he goes, forget it. I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, nobody will touch a Benz because they use um, fiber cable throughout it. And if something happens to it, we can't do anything with it. So we won't even. Nobody will touch a Mercedes Benz. You need to go to Mercedes Benz for anything to do oh, with the audio shit. system. Oh. <laughs> so, and I said to, him, "What about what about the Bluetooth?" Well, and the same thing. You know, it, it, there's nothing you could do with that. And maybe Mercedes has an option, and they did, and it was like twenty five hundred bucks for this option. <laughs> so oh I, God. I drove to. I drove to. I took it to. Mercedes-Benz of Chantilly, which is in Alexandria, Virginia, right near Washington, D.C., downtown D.C. And I, I get out of the car. There was a salesman standing in the lot. And he goes, oh, how are you? I said, I said, I got to talk to you. I said, see that car? I bought it Monday. If you can get me out of it for what I paid for it or very close and put me into something that I want, we'll do it. And that's how I wound up with the Mercedes that I had. What I got was, a the one I had was a 2010, I think. It was the first year of that C body that they, it was the same, uh, it was the body that became popular after the the shorter, smaller one that my car was. And it had everything I wanted. It had the Bluetooth, it had the satellite radio, it had everything I wanted. And it was, it only had like 16,000 miles on it. So I made a good deal. They gave me. Most of the money that I paid back, I think I lost like $1,500 or something like that.
3: Price of the radio.
0: Yeah. And so I switched and I upgraded. But then it only kept that for less than two years because then, you know, I started seeing the cost of the, the maintenance agreements. And I was like, done, see ya, out of here. And I couldn't, couldn't be happier with my Mustang. My little six cylinder Mustang is faster than, the, than the, uh, the GTs were up to 2009. The oh, yeah. engines and it just it it blew away every other. I didn't want an eight because I don't want the big gas. I had the big eight in the Corvette. I just I, I was so happy to have that little six. That's just so fast. It's a three oh five, and I I'm haven't been happier. I love my car. I I, I can't imagine being without my convertible. Doug,
4: you know, it's kind of like bizarre. You're talking about like the horsepower and all that. I remember like this car i i think it was a badass car it was like the buick grand national gm yeah. and if you put uh, a chip in a7 model turbocharged v6 but i think the top horsepower and phil you can correct me on this it was like either like 217 or 225 horsepower
3: you could put a chip in it, it. And,
4: and, and yeah i mean i yeah now those things were that's how they came from the factory there i'm mean, now you can tweak those things and everything else but uh but, but it's, like, you know, funny because, like, you know, I think I had, like, a Sienna van that picked up more horsepower than that. thing. You know,
3: oh, you know, no. That, car, that Doug, that was, uh, I had a friend who had one of those. That thing was a rocket ship.
4: Oh, yeah. yeah. As I said, but the horsepower was, like, only 225, which is.
3: Maybe, maybe from the factory. But yeah. uh, everybody chipped them. And, oh, yeah. uh, and I don't know what the horsepower was, but the thing was an absolute rocket. What oh, do you mean sure. by chip it? What does that mean? Uh, you change uh, the um computer chip um, in the uh in the computer. Yeah, you
4: re-program
3: it. Yeah. And um so, you know, the one for my Audi was about seven hundred dollars and uh it just it gives you twenty five, thirty percent more horsepower. Yes. Oh, they have those machines yeah. that you can buy yeah. That retune a
0: car? Have you have you seen those machines? It's no. like
4: um uh, this one, you have to take it somewhere where they tune it for it. What kind, What type of chip did you get, Phil? Oh, for the Audi. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, the, I had like a, I had like a Revo for my GTI, and it, it like gave it like fifty two extra horsepower for like seven hundred bucks. And getting fifty two extra horsepower is like that's the more, most bang for a buck you can get.
0: Yeah, but what does yeah. that do to the to the life of the car? Are you beating the hell out of the car? I
4: think it destroyed mine. <laughs>
3: you know, I think
4: you're beating uh, the hell out of the car. I, mean, the
3: trans- I, I don't think it does anything
4: uh, so, unless well, you trans- drive it like the trans- a... The transmission went out of mine, so I, I kind of maybe contributed some of that to it. There's a, there is a tool out there
0: where, uh, and, and, and I can't think of what it's called, but there's a tool out there that you can buy where you can download like a program that people write. There are, the, there are these guys who write these... Um, these programs that tune cars a certain way—you can tune it towards richer fuel if you want. Yeah. Uh, if you want better performance, you can tune it to get better gas mileage, and uh, and 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 you just connect it up, and you can buy pre-tune. You can buy pre prepackaged ones or you can download them or you can do your own and really screw up the car unless you know what you're doing. But they have these, they're about 250 or 300 bucks and you can buy this thing and it it connects to pretty much any car. And there's a special port that it connects to underneath the dashboard. And uh, I I can't think of what they're called. And I almost bought one for my vet. And I said, what am I doing? I, I, I think it's the same thing. Yeah, uh, it's but I'm saying there's no chip that you change it's just
3: reprogramming. Uh, th- this, the, was, the computer this was this was an actual uh like an IC chip and uh and also uh, programming. But uh oh and on that jag when I hit 130 it was on highway 5 uh, uh down mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere near Cassaic. Uh are you familiar with that area on the way to southern California? No. It, it's straight for miles. Uh there you know I'm free of it, police. Uh no but uh, I, I got uh, special dispensation. Oh
0: because you, you 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 carry a badge.
3: Yeah. I don't
0: take you know every time the only time I I I've learned this <laughs> the more the more conspicuous a car you drive the more they're looking for you. I I I drove I drove my Corvette probably even l- l- less uh fast than I would drive my Honda sedan. I was invisible in my Honda sedan. And got pulled over for doing 62 in a 55 in my Corvette. And not only did he give me a ticket for that, he gave me a ticket because I, did, I refused. I was living in New York at the time. And we had front plates and I refused to to deface the front of the car by putting the plate on it. It's funny. When I bought the car, the guy said to me when I, I was test driving and he said, so what is your thoughts? Do you want to put the front plate on it or do you want to, you know, to leave the car intact? And I said, well... And I thought about it and he goes, look, he said, most cops are going to they're going to appreciate the car. They're not going to bust your chops about it. He goes, if you get a guy who who gives you a ticket for not having a front plate, that guy's a real prick. That's exactly what he said to me. And then then that night. You got, you got pulled over by a prick. I got, $200 fine. And you know how he said it to me? He says to me, uh, you know, he, he said to me, do you realize how fast you're going? It was one thirty in the morning. I was alone in the middle lane of a, of the Northern State Parkway on Long Island, maybe about five miles from my exit. It was nobody on the road. I wasn't weaving. I wasn't driving crazy. I was doing sixty two in a fifty five. So he pulls me over and he says, "Do you realize you were speeding?" And I said, yeah, "I guess maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know. How, don't think I was going that fast, but okay." And then he he looked around the car with a flashlight. Then he walked over. He goes, oh, "By the way, when you registered this vehicle, how many plates did you receive with it?" And I said, well, "Two." He said, "Oh,
3: okay." And he walked away.
4: <laughs> then he came back. Uh- that, that guy wasn't only a prick. He was an
3: asshole. Yeah. Well, well. You, you want to you know what most cops do is uh, if you don't have a front plate in California, that's uh, violation 5200 uh, of the vehicle code. And it's probable cause to pull a guy over. So in the town uh, city that I uh, did police work in, we never ticketed anybody for a front plate. The reason being is that if we wanted to pull them over and we uh, and we needed probable cause, they didn't have a front plate. We'd There's your off. probable cause. Right.
0: Right. So you kind of like the fact that you had that ability to be
3: able to pull them over.
0: Right. Uh, oh, yeah. Just, and, it, you know, I, I like, that was the only time I ever but, got a chance for You ticket know, we were looking for drug dealers.
3: Plate. We were looking for gangsters and, you know, bad guys. Not, you know. Not middle aged men on the way home at 1 <laughs> in <Yeah>. the morning. <laughs> yeah, who was no, no, just no. by mommy and
0: daddy's house. <laughs> 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 Didn't drink. You know, I drank a cup of coffee just prior. So, I mean, you know, really, I was just. Aggravating, and it cost me a lot of money—a It was two hundred dollars fine because um, I didn't want to put the plate on the car. And it didn't make
3: me—I still didn't put the plate on the car. I, I would have said somebody stole the plate. I'm a victim.
0: Yeah, but the problem with that is he, wouldn't, he would say, "Then how, what'd you do? Put thanks the, for telling me. I didn't know it was gone. Did you? Did you put that piece? Did the, the, the guy steal it and then put the nice Corvette thing back in? Because <laughs> <the, laughs> it, it was the
3: on car, top of that, sir."
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i like <Yeah>. the sir <laughs> i don't think he'd be buying that but I've been, hey, i i never get i'm never lucky if i get pulled over by the police i have never in my life been given a warning i don't know what it is about my look but i have never been someone who you know has gotten away you know they always just give me a ticket yeah it's that bdi criminal type yeah <laughs> I, I
4: tell you, I, i've always had the gift of gab when it comes to comps and but you got hey, the but, gift you, of gab but,
0: when it comes to anybody doug uh,
4: <laughs> well, well I, i've told well i'm not anyway, i told a story before where i was like with this girl that was underage who i got her liquor and she threw up everywhere in my car and i got pulled over and got a warning ticket yeah, and that was about it with that. so um no, but you're talking about, like, Mercedes earlier and all that. All I wanted to mention was, like, the fastest I've ever been in a car was in this Mercedes-Benz. This friend of mine went over to Germany and, like, picked up, like, a bunch of gray market Mercedes. So, they didn't have to go, like, through the same, you know, emission standards in the United States. And it was, like, one of those, like, it was a V8 SL model. Oh, my God. What a beast. That... Car was really.
3: You know, there's a 600 horsepower Mercedes out now. That yeah. uh, one of one of my buddies just got one, and it's called an AMG. Yeah. Six, um, S Sport, and uh, the thing has got 600 horsepower. He let me drive it the other day. It's
4: uh, two, doesn't it? Uh,
3: no, this is a. It's a sedan. It's an E-Class. Oh. Okay. Um, Four door, uh, AMG. I believe it's a six sport and you cannot uh, make the thing break loose. But it, uh, he, he said, here, just you know, try, go off, go off the road into the shoulder, take it off the shoulder. It does not break loose. You cannot make the car, um, uh, do anything other than go where you want it to go. Really? Uh, it's all computerized. Uh, and the suspension, the transmission, everything, uh, You know, when uh, if he if he uh, he had one uh, that he put 70,000 miles on and he traded it in just about a month ago uh, because he said, I don't want to own this thing when it's off warranty. He had a 100,000 mile warranty and he figured maybe it would be worth more then. And then he got another one but it was just it's magnificent that's the fear
0: uh, today the, the, with the computers on all these cars is is trying to own them when they're you know 5 6
3: years old who wants that yeah there was some and he wanted that na- there's a navigation thing on it <clears throat> that his old one didn't have uh it was a $4,000 option but it doesn't let you rear end anybody oh i've heard about that yeah i seen
0: it on the commercial where you, you'll your car just breaks. If you're not yeah. paying attention, your car just breaks. That's got to be right. freaky in itself. It's the
3: same thing with going off the road. It, it, it senses where you are. It's, it's a phenomenal thing. Yeah, but it's got to be disconcerting when suddenly uh, your car you is fighting you. Yeah. Did well, you like- I don't think it fights you. Can, you can overpower it because I was able to take it off the, uh, on the medium, not the medium, but the, uh, uh, the so- shoulder uh, and and accelerate but the, uh, the wheels, uh, the way the power goes to the wheels, it doesn't, uh, doesn't do anything other than put you where you want to be.
0: Is there a car out now that actually, I know there are cars that if you stop, will, will, will automatically parallel park? Yes. But I heard that there's a car that, and I think I heard, maybe I was dreaming, that there's actually a car that will go find a parking spot?
3: Uh, they they are uh, very religious. They pray to the uh, patron saint, St. Parker. Uh, patron saint of parking places.
0: I thought somewhere I read that there was a car that will park itself. Yeah, with a valet. Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's coming, though. They say in 2017 the Cadillacs are going to drive themselves. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what they're saying. Well, not every model, but the, the top end – uh,
3: Cadillacs are going to drive themselves. and they'll, I don't know how you're going to... I
4: won't be able to afford that car. The, well, the
3: same guy who bought that AMG, those two AMGs, uh, had a Cadillac uh, sedan with that Corvette, the 600 horsepower Corvette engine and a six-speed manual transmission prior to getting the uh, Mercedes. Wow. Uh, so it had the same, probably the same engine as yours, whatever that Z thing is. I didn't and- have a Z06, my
0: Corvette. It yeah. was a the big eight. It was a 350, um, but it wasn't the Z06, which is the the, the uh, fastest one. But uh, it still was a no slouch. I mean, I would get quick up to 80 or 90 miles an hour, but I never really ever pushed it past that.
3: I just never felt. I was just like, I, I'm a target. Oh, and, and the guy that owns these cars? He's 70 years old. <laughs>
4: <laughs> How old is his wife?
3: Uh, 55. Nice also nice. filipina.
0: Oh, is that right?
3: <laughs> yeah. <she. laughs> That's cool.
0: Anyway, we're running uh we're uh, running up on it here. Um another couple of minutes and Alex uh will be here with uh the ramble and and uh, we've been, we've actually been uh, treading lightly on Miranda's territory with this program and all the discussions on yeah, cars. <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty. I guess I, I'm I'm in the geeky mindset still with my phone. And as soon as another two minutes, I'm going to be on the phone with Apple. Hopefully, I can get uh, get him on the phone so I can figure out, like I said earlier, why my wife's phone and my phone are getting the same messages and everything. It's like it's one phone. So. Do
1: you think um, that you'll there'll be an option on the on the when you call Apple
0: to um, get rid of the U2 album? I there is a way to do that and I've already done that yeah. because I don't like but U2. But I wonder if
1: there was a, if it, they had it on the phone cuz everybody was bitching about it.
0: You know you you you're you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, right? They gave yeah. away this album and people are bitching that they gave him an album. Now, I guess they could have said if you want it, it's free. Go download it. Instead, they put it in everybody's account, and that's what pissed people off. Um. Uh, I got rid of it. I don't. I don't like YouTube. I don't necessarily want it, so I follow the directions to to get rid of it. I, I just never. They never. I've never been a fan of YouTube. I, I never liked Bono, or, or, hey. so. Yeah, I
3: like all four of you, not just you two. (laughs) (laughs) I
4: know you said you hated, like, 80s music. Yeah, I hate it. I sent you something, I was like, but did you like, like, Missing Persons and, Uh, like, Wall of Voodoo and groups like that? No,
0: not particularly. There might be a you know, like, I could deal with Huey Lewis and the News and the Rock of the 80s. I could deal with, um, uh, you know, uh, ACDC and things like that. Yeah. but you get uh, past that, it. I don't. The '80s bands that that you know, I, I consider like ACDC sort of an extension of '70s rock and roll.
4: So, like Billy, I, uh, Billy Idol, you didn't like Billy Idol?
0: Uh, you know, okay. I, I mean, there's a couple of Billy Idol songs.
4: I mean, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm. A, yeah, you're probably like me. I, One yeah. minute. <laughs> oh, we got a minute to go here. <laughs> oh. It's my job. We
1: We need to have a little <laughs> sign for you to hold up.
3: Yeah, I, I lose myself.
0: I don't think the show has seen ten yet. I don't know, I think maybe six I think or seven. First,
4: first, first night, night. I think We, had we 10. did?
0: We had ten. I think so. Oh well we haven't had it since. It's been kinda of sparse, but hey, look, we get to have some good discussion anyway. I wanna thank everybody, Doug, Phil, Rin, and Charlie. Thanks for uh participating night, tonight. You make this job much easier. Without you, you wouldn't want to hear me cry. Because that's all I would do for an hour. I could read my news stories and then cry for four. I can't play a record. I'm not used to that. I'm used to getting on and, all right, let's play some Led Zeppelin, you know. But that doesn't happen here. I like your the theme. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Have a good night. Bye. Alex Bennett is next with The Ramble, followed by Getting Geeky with Miranda Janelle right here on the Great American Broadcast Network. Have a good night, all.